What's up, everyone? We're Liz and Larry Morton, and this is The Power Couple Show. We help couples become successful in their lives, beginning in their relationship. We believe that your relationship sets the foundation for any future growth. So we're coming on every Tuesday to share our stories, ideas, tips, lessons, and expert opinions for stronger, healthier relationships that can help you both move mountains in your life together. So if you're ready to level up with your partner so that you can build the life that you've dreamt about together, then turn up the volume and let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Making Mommy Move Show. We've got Larry back again with us and we've got a fun topic today because as you know, a lot of us are moms here. So I wanted to bring Larry on to talk about this topic because this is something that we've been going through with our family and our kids and I think that you guys might benefit from the conversation. We are in the thick of the terrible twos. (laughs) And I think that it's a good conversation for you guys because... You'll be able to bring your husbands or your wives or whoever on board so that you guys can listen to this and get on the same page about your parenting. So you want to enlighten everybody a little bit about what we've been experiencing with our beautiful little toddler. She is the rebellion. She has so many good attributes. Like, she's so smart. She's learning every day. And it's amazing. But she's also learning how to express herself and is learning to follow and to, I guess, be very um, observant of her surroundings. And that's a very good thing, but not when her example of what to observe isn't good. So she's been not listening at school. She's been pushing, hitting. Kicking. Yeah. Pulling, you name it. Uh, At home, she is a WWE slams her sister on the floor, like... Yeah. It's bad. So we've come to realize that we need to be better parents. (laughs) (laughs) Like, to put it bluntly, we are the example that she's seeing. So everything that we do, she's learning. And even though we're not WWE slamming her sister on the floor, she might see us... Like, what's a good example? I mean, I guess, like, just, like, general roughhousing... But also... Yeah, like if you're picking Lila up and throwing her on the couch, yeah, she's, she's going to think that she's playing with her sister, even though she's hurting her sister. Yeah. Or if we're, like, if we spank her, she's going to think it's okay to hit somebody else. Yeah. Well, it's because she knows that that is, I guess, a consequence. But also, like, if she does something, that's the kind of reaction that she's... Like, she's looking for a big reaction for whatever she's doing. So if she knows, like, if I throw my plate of food for dinner on the floor. Probably gonna get spanked. But it's uh like she's seeking attention. And that's I guess the most focused attention. Yeah, well, think about it. We've got two girls, we've got our businesses, we're getting emails constantly, we're on our phones just because, you know, phones are distracting. I'm sure you guys can relate. You're on it before you even realize you are. So she's going to come over and try to get our attention however way she can. And the quickest way to get our attention and a reaction out of us is to do something bad. Are you feeling stale? You know, like going through the motions of work-life kids, work-life kids without a second to see your partner? Get our free date night idea list of more than 25 different date ideas to spice things up a bit in your life. Go to freedateideas.com to claim your free date idea list. So with this in mind, we've come to realize that we need to ignore, essentially, the bad behavior 
Mm. or treat it like really gently so that she doesn't get that reaction that she wants out of us and instead praise the good behavior. So when she's being nice and she's everyday behaviors that she should be experiencing, that's the stuff that we need to start praising. Yeah, with excitement and get a big reaction. When she goes over and she does something nice and gentle, gives a hug, you know, helps, whatever, we give her that big reaction that... You know, a big hug, a yay, whatever. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for throwing that in the garbage! Like, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. But then and when she does something bad, like a push or a scratch or something, we just give her a very gentle, like, hey, we don't do that. You know, do a gentle touch. And then, you know, she she gets a much lower reaction for doing something negative. And she gets that... And we're also trying to incorporate more quality time, too. Yeah. Because... Well, and something else is, like, in this phase of toddlerhood, like, she's coming into her own and, like, wanting to express herself and, like, have autonomy. And yeah. obviously, like, she's two and we're her parents, so we're in charge. But she needs to feel like she can make some decisions, too. Mm-hmm. Despite what we say. Yeah. <laughs> so a way kind of around that to give her, like, a false sense of power is for us to give her... You know, some stupid decisions, like, do you want to put your left shoe on or your right shoe on first? It's like, either way, you're putting both your shoes on, but she feels like she has power over which one she can do. Yeah, or like, if we're trying to leave the house and she doesn't want to leave, it's like, all right, do you want to say goodbye to daddy first, or do you want to say goodbye to pop-pop first? Mm -hmm. So it's like, either way, we're leaving, but she's deciding who she gets to say goodbye to first. So she's still is under the impression that she's making a decision, even though the general decision is that we're leaving, even though she doesn't want to. Yeah, or <laughs> let's say, like, we need to leave her toy in the house, and instead of me ripping it out of her hand and throwing it away and that causing a tantrum, it's like, can we please say bye-bye to Teddy Bear? And she'll happily go put Teddy Bear on her bed and say, bye-bye, Teddy Bear, see you later, instead of, like, us causing a fight. Yeah, it's about, definitely about being as, like, de-escalated as possible, and making her feel important, because that's, yeah. you know, a big deal. Especially, like you said, she's trying to be autonomous and make her own decisions. And she's growing so quick mentally that she realizes, like, I can be defiant. <laughs> and I cannot put my shoes on when my mom and dad tell me to. Like, it's a little bit of trickery. <laughs> a little bit. But also, when you gotta put your shoes on before you leave the house. It's also giving her the feelings that she needs to feel, like, and making her feel important. It's making her feel valued. It's giving her positive attention. What she's been craving is, like, our attention and mm-hmm. as much of it as possible, especially, like, with her sister, because, you know, it's a competition, essentially, in her eyes that we're giving Alyssa, like, all of this positive attention as opposed to Lila, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure that other parents that have a younger and an older kid... It's a lot easier to be, I guess, I want to say, like, more attached or at least, like, more physical with your little one just because you're constantly holding them, giving them bottles. It's more... Hands-on. Yeah, it's more hands-on because they're less autonomous. They rely on you more. So, in your older child's eyes, it sees they see that you're giving more attention to their younger sibling, and they want that attention. And... They are going to do what they feel like they need to do in order to get that attention. Yeah. So in regards to parenting, something that we've had to come to realize and have discussions about is how we're going to move forward with this and be united. He's not spanking and I'm giving her a gentle hug or I'm not spanking and he's giving her gentle hugs. And it's like 
we're both on the same page doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and she's getting what she needs. And that we're on the same page doing the right thing, because... Or what we think is the right thing. Yeah. Which, you know, being gentle has, has got to be better than spanking and stuff, because parents get frustrated. We all do. So, bedtime, when she's fighting, going to sleep, and she's come out of her room 15 times and wants another drink, and she wants us to read another story, and we, for the longest time, saw it as her just fighting sleep and not and rebelling and not wanting to go to sleep. And after so many times, after an hour and a half of her coming in and out of her room, you spank her, lay her down, tell her don't get up again. But we've come to realize that she just wants us, and it's kind of like a duh. Like, mm-hmm. we should have realized that in the first place, but... Instead of spending an hour and a half to get her to go to sleep, you sit in a room for 15 minutes, read a handful of books, turn the lights down, snuggle for 15 minutes, and you spend a half an hour total getting her to sleep, and she's a lot more calm, and there's no crying, and she's not upset. She might come out one other time, maybe, but so far it's been a lot easier. and A better experience yeah, and for it, everybody. It feels better. It feels yeah, a lot better. It does. The saying goes that you become who you surround yourself with, right? So why not surround yourself with some other powerhouse couples that are leveling up their life, their goals, and their relationship daily, even while raising a family? Join us in our Facebook group, PWR with Liz and Larry. In our group, you'll make friends with other power couples and get to take advantage of our free challenges that bring you closer together as a couple. Catch you on the inside. So, definitely being united in whatever you're going to do. And it feeling right. Because it really never feels right to spank your kids or mm-hmm. to yell at them or to be angry at them because they're so impressionable and you don't want to have that negative connotation with whatever you're reprimanding them about. You don't want to put a negative connotation on that. If you're yelling at them for not eating dinner or yelling at them for not going to sleep or for not taking a bath or whatever, they're going to have negative feelings about that because they get yelled at during that time. So they're not going to want to sit at the dinner table. They're not going to want to take a bath. They're not going to want to go to sleep because they know, all right, this time of the day means I'm going to get yelled at. Not that I'm going to spend time with mommy and daddy while we eat dinner and that we get to relax in the bath and that we get to snuggle before bed. They have all these negative feelings and they're going to resist it more. And then it's, it escalates because they're resisting it more. And then you're reprimanding them more and then they fight harder and then you're yelling louder and then it just gets worse and worse so to bring it all back down and to be gentle and to even give them that autonomy if they don't want to sit at the dinner table and eat dinner let them sit on the floor let them sit at the kitty table you know let them do whatever as long as they're eating and as long as they're happy like mm-hmm. i know that we want structure and we don't want our kids running around the house with a bowl of cereal. But you could give them the choice, too, and say, okay, so we're going to sit at your table or we're going to sit at the kitchen table. And then they'll say, okay, I want to sit at my table. Yeah. And they'll be happy and they'll eat dinner. <laughs> yeah. They might even say, hey, mommy, come sit next to me. And why would you want to say no to that? Because you need to have that quality time and it's going to make them happy and you're going to have a good experience. Yeah, it's not that's something about being a parent, too, is that you can't let your ego get in the way of being a parent because we want to be in charge we want our word to be final say but we have to keep in mind that our kids even though they're two like she's two and a half like her feelings and her opinion matters that 
She doesn't want to sit at the table. Like, she wants to sit on the floor and eat whatever. You know, we have to take that into account. And when we do, when we recognize that, it gets easier. Mm-hmm. And they eat more dinner time and they're more relaxed come bedtime. And they bath go time, to bed easier. Yeah, they go to bed easier. Bath time goes smoother. Getting ready for school in the morning goes smoother when you're not trying to shove them back in their bed so you can get an extra hour of sleep if you just bring them in bed with you for that last hour in the morning and snuggle. Like, because mm-hmm. they just want to be close to you. Yeah, they want to be close <laughs> like, to you. And that's duh. <laughs> yeah, that was our big duh moment. Was we had this moment when she was a baby because mm-hmm. she was having, we were trying to eat dinner together and she was having a fit at dinner time. And it's like, duh, she wanted to sit and eat dinner with us. Yeah. It's the same thing we're kind of going through now. It's like she wants to be around us. She wants to spend time with us. She doesn't want to lay in her bed for the last hour. She wants to lay with us because she misses us and we're going to go to work and she's not going to see us. Yeah. So. Yeah. And like what she was saying about like when she was younger, when she was like five, six months old, we would put her in the living room like in front of the TV, you know, let her play with her toys, whatever. And we put up a baby gate and we would sit at the kitchen table and eat dinner. And then she would come up to the gate and scream that she wanted to be with us and we're like why are you yelling we're trying to eat dinner like why, why can't we sit here and eat a hot meal and we're like duh you want to sit here with us like we you, you want to sit in your high chair next to us and be involved and we're like and we did that for so long know, and, and it just, just never clicked <laughs> and it's like duh our kids want to spend time with us because we're their entire world especially at you know this age yeah so like everybody you know that has older kids always tells us like man like appreciate the stage like so much more because it goes so fast and they don't always want to snuggle with mommy and daddy and they don't always want to give you hugs and they don't always want to eat dinner with you Mm -hmm. so we're really trying to keep that close to heart and when we feel frustrated it's like give them a tighter hug because they're only going to be this little yeah exactly this this year you know never going to be this little again yeah and it's like, when you think about it, you know, it's like 18 years sounds like a long time. But really, the amount of time that they're cuddly and lovey and they want to snuggle in bed with you and, you know, they want to sit at the dinner table with you, it's, it's only a few years, you know. You only get a handful of years that they are going to wake up in the middle of the night and just want to be held. And that they're going to want to sit at the dinner table with you and not be running off with their friends or whatever. I know when I was 12, 13 years old, so you couldn't find me. I was never home, so I just, like mm-hmm. stopped having family dinners and stuff when I was a twelve. So even twelve years, you know, that's you get twelve summers, you get mm-hmm. you know twelve winters of snow and sledding and stuff like that. It's like, and when you break it down like that, it's like you get like hit in the face. Yeah. Like you need to just do what you need to do to raise good human beings that are kind and intelligent and sweet, and just soak up every last second with them because. Mm-hmm. You know, your two-year-old isn't going to be two for very long. They'll be three, and then they'll be a three-nager, <laughs> and they'll, you'll have a whole other set of obstacles and, you know, a whole different kid to deal with. But despite how frustrating it can be to deal with a toddler and a little kid, you just got to love them. <laughs> this has been such a deep episode. Yeah. But... Well, because it's a realization that we're recently coming to that, like, wow, we've kind of been sucking lately mm-hmm. <laughs> as... And, you know, you never feel like you have it figured out, and you always feel like you're learning, and this is something that we learned this week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're always trying to be better, and I think you guys are too, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to the show, and it's just, how can we be better? 
better parents, better in a relationship, better business owners, better across the board. And this is what it means for us to be a better Mm -hmm. parent, at least at this stage in our life. And we're on the same page with it. So we want to encourage you to get on the same page with your partner and your spouse. Whatever problems you're experiencing in your family, with your kids, with your parenting, identify like maybe what you guys are doing as parents that is, you know, encouraging Mm -hmm. that behavior in your kids. And for us, it's we're not spending enough time or at least not in the way that they want. So how can we be better about it? Yeah, your your kids' actions will tell you a lot about what they want without physically telling you. And reflecting on your own actions will tell you what your kids need. Because if you are the type of parent that, you know, works 12 hours a day and your kid is in daycare from 7 a.m. and they get picked up by a grandparent and they don't, you're not home until 7 o'clock at night and they see you for an hour and they go to sleep and then like in that five, hour, five, six days a week, yeah, it's like your kid sees you for six hours in a whole week and it's like they miss you. They want to spend more time with you. And it's like, how do you rectify that? And what can you do? to be different like to make to change to change that what can you do to change that yeah or even change the experience that they're having in that hour that they have with you so that you're not like pissed off because you worked all day and you have to do bedtime and bath time and homework and whatever else it's like how can you make that experience enjoyable and quality time so that they get what they need from your relationship together yeah maybe it's even just keeping them up an hour later that's what i was gonna say like if you push bedtime back an hour or so so you get you know, maybe two and a half hours. And that could be really meaningful, like, time spent eating dinner together, reading books, bath, mm-hmm. like, really just quality time with your kid. It makes a big difference. Definitely. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode today. Yeah. This has been a really powerful one, and we hope that you guys take it away and do something good with your family and your relationship so that you guys can be the best parents that you could be. It's not easy. <laughs> it's no. really, really not And it's hard to have these conversations and realizations. Just like Larry mentioned before, like the ego factor. It's admitting like you're not the best person in the world and that you still got learning to do. And we've never been parents before, so we're going to get better at it every day. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say like the hardest part is letting your ego go for the sake of your kid. And to be able to sit with your partner and talk like adults because you have a common goal. You want your kid to be well-behaved. You want your kid to be happy. And you guys want to be happy too. You want to be happy too. So approach it with an open mind and definitely observe what's going on and reach a resolution. Mm -hmm. Really powerful. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. If you have any questions, please reach out to us, like DM us on Instagram, send us an email, check out our website. You can reach us on there and we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the power couple show. We've got two ways to help you create a strong relationship with your partner. First, subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening in on. And second, join our free Facebook community of power couples. Every month, we host challenges to bring you closer with your partner. Find us on Facebook at Power with Larry and Liss. Hope to see you next week. And as always, stay powerful.